1: Thank you, Bill. It's Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. You're listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. The Republican candidates gather in Milwaukee. Joe Biden resumes his vacation. Good for him. He needs a break. COVID restrictions return. Yes, that's right. I said it's 2023. COVID restrictions return. And a new survey reveals the road rage capital of America. That's all coming up. Then I will be here with the message of the day. But first, the first... Republican primary debate taking place in Milwaukee tonight. The top candidates, except the top candidate, will share a stage for the first time. We've got eight of them. Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, I always pronounced it Vivek, it is Vivek, Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, Doug Burgum, Chris Christie, and Asa Hutchinson. Now, Larry Elder claims that he reached all the thresholds, including 40,000 donors, and at least 1% in three polls. But the Republican Party, even after this man has spent his whole life espousing conservative principles and fighting the good fight, claims that one of those polls is a Donald Trump-affiliated poll and doesn't count. They're keeping him out of the debate. He's suing them. Joe Biden is resuming his vacation in Lake Tahoe after a quick stop in Maui. The president tore damage from the deadly wildfires. We're going to talk about this in the final segment of today's O'Reilly update video shows Biden falling asleep while meeting with victims and family members. To date, Biden has spent 376 days on vacation since his inauguration. That's nearly 40% of his presidency. And remember the first thing he said about this disaster, he was asked if he had anything to say to the victims of the wildfire and he said, no comment. A few colleges and companies are bringing back COVID restrictions. A new variant causing cases to rise. Some Hollywood studios requiring masking for employees. A college in Atlanta mandating face covers for the new semester, but only for 14 days, don't you know? 14 days to stop the spread. Amazing. While nearly all universities and colleges across the country have dropped the strictest guidelines, a few holdouts remain. Newsweek has ranked the worst cities in America for road rage. Top of the list, Los Angeles, Chicago, New York City, and Houston. The most dangerous place for drivers, Washington, D.C. If you're looking to avoid a fight on your daily commute, then you need to go to Louisville, Kentucky. What percentage of Americans do you believe are illiterate? That's the message of the day related to the debate coming up tonight. Next.
2: Hey, I'm Mike
1: Slater filling in for Bill O'Reilly. Now it's time for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. In light of the debate tonight, do you know how many people in America can't read? Let's go back in time. America during the Revolution era, mid-1700s, were some of the most literate people in history. Between 89 and 95% of men were literate. Literacy rates for women were at 62%. For comparison's sake, the male literacy rate in England at that time was lower than 40% for men in England. Our revolutionary era, we had one of the most literate societies in the world. Now, where are we? Today, the literacy rate for adults is 79%. They think, oh, that's still pretty high. Yeah, well, literate is a low bar. Only 54% of adults have a sixth grade reading level. That's 130 million Americans can't read at a sixth grade level. Most newspapers are written at a 10th or 11th grade level. So most of a vast majority of Americans cannot read the newspaper. I think this could be the biggest problem that most people aren't aware of that most Americans can't read when in colonial times, everyone could read. So what is one of the problems with this? Well, as it relates to the debate back in the day, when our country was founded and grew to become the greatest country in the world, deep political discussions were made with the written word in newspapers in particular and pamphlets, but now no one can read. So now political discussions as we'll see tonight are had on the TV with quick sound bites and zippy one liners and sick burns. Campaigning went from who do I agree with to who do I like? And the TV is all about entertainment. That's why the Tucker Carlson Donald Trump interview is going to be so much more informative because it won't be purely about entertainment. It'll be about information. The goal of the TV debate format is to amuse, not to inform. Now that being said, you know, TV is all about entertainment. I don't expect many entertaining moments out of tonight's debate either. I don't know, maybe. Doug Burgum will really surprise me. But just to show how far we've digressed, the Iliad was written as a poem to recite. The Iliad takes 15 hours to recite out loud. 15 hours. Before it was printed down, it was recited everywhere. People remembered the 15-hour-long poem. That is what humans are capable of. We used to have statesmen who spoke with beautiful oration. Then we had statesmen who wrote beautiful prose. Now we have politicians who perform. And I think people are sick of the performance. I think people crave more than anything truth, but also authenticity. And we'll see how much of that we get tonight. Now, I'll watch, and I'm sure we'll talk about the highlights tomorrow and I bet there'll be great moments out of the Donald Trump interview with Tucker Carlson and we'll analyze all that as well. We'll play the game, but also we don't need to get too wrapped up in it because no matter what happens tonight, the big story on Thursday is going to be Trump going to Georgia to get booked. (laughs) So as always, no matter what happens, Trump will be commanding all the attention. Coming up, we'll talk about Joe Biden's trip to Maui. It's coming up next. This podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Hey, I'm Mike Slater, Filner for Bill O'Reilly. Now it's time for something you might not know. 850 people are still missing in Maui because of the wildfire eight hundred and fifty. How can that be? Before we get to that, Biden went out to Maui and I don't know how it could have been a worse visit. He went in front of a big group of people and he did the whole, I feel your pain routine. So he said not to compare tragedies, but should have stopped there. And then he goes on to tell a story about how one time at his lake house, There was a small kitchen fire and he almost lost his Corvette. Wow. He really knows what it's like to lose your entire livelihood. But it's very on brand. Biden does not have a thing that we humans call compassion. Passion means to suffer. Come means with. So to come, compassion means to suffer alongside someone. Biden has never been good at this. There was a gold star mom who recently told her story. Uh, Her son died in the Afghanistan withdrawal and she met Joe Biden in the Oval Office for an event for gold star families. She said Joe Biden came up to her and said, I can understand if you're angry. She started to weep and said, it should never have happened this way. And she says he stood there stoically, nothing out of his mouth except, well, would you like to get a photo with me? She said, I'll only take a photo with you if you're standing next to my son's tombstone at Arlington National Cemetery. And she says Biden answered, I can't do that because the Secret Service won't let me. I feel like a president could do that if he wanted to. Back to Maui for Joe. It also looks like he fell asleep while at another event. Here's the deal with Maui. 850 people are labeled still missing. It's been two weeks and we're still saying they're missing. Why are they not saying the obvious? Why are they delaying this? And when someone asked the mayor of Maui, to his face, how many children are missing, he refused to answer. Why? What are they waiting for? I mean that genuinely. What are they waiting for? It's getting to the point where you have to start asking, what are they trying to hide? An illegal immigrant family gets separated at the border, and it's all over every magazine, cover, and newspaper in in the country. But we don't know how many children died in a wildfire in our country and the government and the media is not telling us the truth what's going on there why are they waiting mike slater filling for bill o'reilly more after this
0: did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind with american home shield warranty you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters
1: Hey, I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith, filling in for Bill O'Reilly. Thank you for listening today. We will be back tomorrow with post-debate coverage. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun so on this podcast we take the news of the day and we run it through the bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again politics by faith anywhere you listen to podcast politics by faith